What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Not not by the uh, rush of people over at the Wawa. Uh, I, by the way, I got my coffee today, but I didn't get, give myself enough time to eat my sandwich, so that'll be a post-show treat. There you go. Something to look forward to. Yeah. I need some. Trust me, today I need something exactly. to look forward to. But uh, there is a game tonight, I guess, we're going to talk about. We're going to actually have some trivia. Our good buddy, Jim Kripka. Um, I don't know. You know him from so many different things. I, I know him as the bowling writer for the morning call for many, many years. He's a good friend. And he's now the principal over at St. Anne's in Bethlehem. He's also the golf coach for Allentown Central Catholic. He's going to join us. He has, again, donated on behalf of the schools. And I encourage you to get over there. And if you, you have a student, uh, uh, you know, ready to enroll somewhere and you're looking for a good school, St. Anne's in Bethlehem is a great school. And uh, b- because I know this because Jim Kripke is the principal and he runs a great, great uh, – uh, he did it for years at Sacred Heart in Allentown. Now he's doing it over at St. Anne's. But Jim's – we're going to give out $25 gift cards from Panera Bread. And uh, we're going to give two of them out today. we got trivia. Soup, uh, I can't say that word. Big game, big game trivia. And uh, no other event in American sports, I believe, is better suited to trivia because it's once a year. It's not like seven games of an NBA final or a World Series or uh, Stanley Cup finals this it's one day a year one game we've had 56 of them today's 57 and so we're going to come up with some trivia for you're going to do that so that's why we reduced the guest list today jim's going to join us and then at 10 o'clock tony coca who is the uh, former whitehall football coach former uh nazareth softball coach i think he, you know he coached whitehall softball for a while he's now the president of the national football foundation and uh, Leah Valley Chapter, and they got their big event coming up in a couple of Sundays on March the 5th. So we're going to talk to Tony, but also believe he's a huge Eagles fan. So we'll get his insights into the game, get the, some commentary about the upcoming banquet for the National Football Foundation. And then we're going to do our Players of the Week, uh, boys and girls. We're, we're at the good, good part of the year for uh, uh, basketball. We have the tournaments beginning. Well, actually, they did begin but now we get to the semifinals and the finals this week. It'll be four big nights. If you follow the boys and girls, I guess. But for the boys, I'm zeroed in on that. And we have uh, Tuesday night semifinals at PPL Center. That's the EPC tournament. Uh, Wednesday night will be at Catasauqua for the Colonial League boys semifinals. And then Thursday night, the boys championship game back at PPL Center. And then on Friday night, so big four, four days in a row, big, big, big time basketball will be at the Colonial League final over at Freedom. All right, I've um, and real quickly, our schedule today. Uh, did Lee I win, by the way, last night? The men did not win last night. Okay. They got uh, a little bit upset by Loyola, Maryland. The women, however, were victorious. Okay. Uh, we have, well, we have no basketball for you today, but we will have basketball later in the week. Today, it's all about that big game in Arizona. We'll have a Super Bowl preview at 2, Super Bowl Insider at 3, Super Bowl Show at 4, and then... The actual game coverage, I guess, starts at five o'clock. Andrew, how you feeling, today, buddy? You get the you get the bird shirt on. You got a new. 
Here's what I wouldn't do. What's that? You and I. You look good, by the way. You do look good with your new hair. Hey, thank you. But why would you change? You, you, you I, I believe in superstition. Why would you change that look? Do it tomorrow. Well, they actually asked me if I wanted to go green for the Super Bowl for a week uh, before. I would have been. I, a- I change over next week, and I said that's that's just too much in that direction. That would have been too much trying to to press my luck with with the the good vibes and the mojo. Uh, I, I don't know. I stayed away from that. But maybe you're right. Maybe you know. Um, I, I don't know. You could be right. You could not be right. But you know, I'm one of those people who says to myself. My hair color should not dictate whether this team well, loses or wins this don't, game. <laughs> I, I, you know, I dropped the morning. I was hoping you'd pick it up, but I think I dropped. I'm fumbling and bumbling and stumbling because I have my, I have all these. Like I have my computer bag. I have. Oh, my, that was your paper sitting outside yes. there. Yes, I was hoping you'd. If I, I had realized at, at the commercial break, but I think we have a cover story about how everybody thinks they're the reason the Eagles are going to win because they have these superstitions that they're going to follow one more time today. Right. I uh, I don't buy into those things. That said, I am rocking the uh, the B-Doc jersey today. It, it felt like a Brian Dawkins kind of game, trying to uh, you know emulate some of that style of play. Um, look, I, I, I feel good. I mean, I feel I feel confident. I, I'm not guaranteeing a victory. I'm not going to sit here and guarantee a win over a Pat Mahomes team because, I mean, he's freaking Patrick Mahomes. Uh but at the same time, I, I truly believe that we have the better overall roster. Uh, I believe in the ability of Nick Sirianni and that coaching staff to make the necessary adjustments throughout the game uh, against this Chiefs team. I, I think that maybe when you compare and contrast these two coaches, you give Andy Reid the nod in terms of pregame preparations. And we all know the, the legacy of Andy Reid and having a bye week and an extra week to work with. So you probably give Reed the edge there. But I honestly give Sirianni and his staff the edge when it comes to in-game adjustments, um, which, which they've really excelled at this year. And look, the, the dream scenario for the Eagles today, I suppose, is they're able to dominate at the line of scrimmage with the run game, and they're able to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. Uh, that's kind of the, the dream game script to get Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell going early and often. Um, but I think this is going to be a good game. We were talking a bit on the happy hour Thursday about how Patrick Mahomes just does not get blown out. Uh, three losses by 10 or more points in his career. That's it. So Mm -hmm. the dude does not get blown out of games. So I've got the Eagles winning this one, but I think it's a single digit game. Uh, I think it's competitive and, and I think it could be similar to what we saw five years ago. I think you could see a lot of offense, um, I'm 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 looking forward to it. We got the two best teams in the league playing in the final game of the season. That's all you can ask for. That's all you can ever ask for. I have no feel for this game. I re- I honestly God, it's I don't. really really tough to pick. I don't know because I don't. And I I, I I've been looking. Unlike the Phillies, which got hot at the right time, I've been saying this for what have we had four months now, mm-hmm. five months. Yep. That the Eagles came out. They won that opener in Detroit, and ever since then they they've been as good as anybody, if not the best team in football. However, <laughs> um, they did have a. They did not play a lot of great, great teams during the regular season. It's not their fault, of course. I'm not blaming them. Sure, but they didn't play a great schedule. They got a Giants team that was not ready for prime time in in the divisional round, and then of course they had a. You know, they who knows. They probably still would have won, but you don't. I don't know if Purdy plays. If they would have beat the Ford, I mean, I guess they would have, but so I really don't know how good 
they are. I think they're they're good. They're good. Obviously, I don't care. You win all these games, you're pretty darn good. But I don't. I don't. I don't have a gauge on this one. Well, at the very I don't. I, here's what I would. I, I wasn't here five years ago. I was in Minnesota the entire week leading up to the Super Bowl. But I, I, the sense I got in five years ago was that oh my god, oh my goodness, we're going against Brady, and that was that he was coming off. If you remember, he was coming off. I think the previous year, the unbelievable comeback against Atlanta. Yep. So, I remember the sense out there is, yeah, we're happy to be here, we're thrilled to be here, but do we really think we're going to beat Tom Brady with Nick Foles? Okay. This year, now again, I'm here, and when you get out there, actually, you're 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 kind of like in a different world out there. You're kind of in a a media bubble, if you will, where you're just going to press conferences and stuff like that all week, and you're doing stories. Here, I'm just surrounded by fans all, all week. And the, the sense of confidence is off the charts that I'm, I'm sensing. Is. I'm sensing from Eagles fans. So it's a totally different dynamic than it was five years ago. Oh, we're happy to be here. You know, we got foals. We got the backup. Of course, we have a great future with Carson Wentz. Well, that didn't turn out that way. But, um, you know, we'll take our shot. We're happy to be here. We'll see. We got the great Tom Brady over there. Let's just hope it's a good game. Blah, blah, blah. And then they won the darn thing. This year, I don't know. If, I, I haven't seen anybody say, man, I, I don't think we're going to win. I mean, anybody wearing a green shirt. And I can't, even the neutral people, even the, the people like me who don't root, or not a, necessarily a fan of either team, um, most of those people are going with the Eagles. So, and if you, and if you follow the the the... the the ESPNs and the Fox Sports coverage, uh, mo- most of the experts are going with the Eagles. So it's a totally different feel than than five years ago and maybe any other Super Bowl that the Eagles have ever been in. Well, it, it feels like as as a fan, you almost have this like insider knowledge of you watch this team every week and you know how good they are. Like if you've watched this team play every single week of this season – you know what they're capable of. You know that the the talent level is off the charts. You know what they're capable of. To to non fans or or people who are just you know NFL fans in general, but don't watch the Eagles play every single week. I think you get a lot of what you were saying that you just look at the schedule and you look at the strength of the opponents, and this team is still somewhat of a, a mystery for you. So. Win or lose today, by the end of the day, at the very least, we're going to be able to throw away the uh, they were never tested all season. I mean, the the test is absolutely coming this well, afternoon against Patrick Mahomes. And right. win or lose, we can at least finally put that to bed, that we haven't seen a, a true test for this team this season. Well, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they haven't been tested. I'm just saying that. They haven't played the. T- I mean, they didn't not play a. a, a it, they, it's been a fortuitous path, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did not play. They didn't even play Brady, and Brady was on the. You know, obviously didn't have a great year. They didn't play. I don't know. I mean, it, and and I can't get out of my head now. Again, you're in the middle of the season. You know, you're you're playing people like Indianapolis. You're playing people like Houston. They struggled to win those games, mm-hmm. especially Indianapolis. That took a late drive. Um, so those, I mean, those, I mean th- th- magic, you know? th- those games, those, you know, those games st- come in, come in the back of my mind, but then they, they mauled people. I mean, they mauled some, some people and then, and the giants weren't bad. They were, they weren't the greatest team this year. Uh, they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Packers at home. They beat, uh, the Vikings at home. They've had, they had some nice wins. 
Um, not great wins, but nice wins. So I don't know. I I don't know. I just this one I have anything that happens tonight. I don't think either. I I will say this. I don't think it's going to be a blowout for either team. No. But I if the Eagles win by seven, wouldn't shock me. Eagles win by ten, wouldn't shock me. And if the Chiefs win by seven, it wouldn't shock me. So I'm I I, I I've been trying to get when I was watching the games games two Sundays ago. My sense was, as I saw the Chiefs struggle with the Bengals, and I do believe the Bengals would have given the Eagles maybe a little bit more problems than than the Chiefs. Uh, Potentially, although, yeah. although they're pass rush. Look, it. I'm gonna go if I if I have to pick. If you put a, you know, said boy, you got to pick this game. You got to pick it right to, to to save your life, Keith. I would probably go with the Eagles because I'm gonna go with the cliche that I grew up hearing about when I first watched football probably in like 1969. And that is that you win the games up front. Mm -hmm. And clearly the Eagles have the better offensive line. Clearly the Eagles have the better defensive line. I go with Chris Jones is a beast. Um, And if you go by that, and I've been listening, hearing that for 50 years. Okay. And I'm 61, going to be 62 in a couple of weeks. Um, 50 years of hearing that, you, you kind of go with that, that the bet, the team that's better up front is going to win the football game. And that to me is the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you, so, but I'm, I'm again, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked by anything that happens at six 30 tonight. Yeah. Every chief's possession, my eyes are going to be glued to number seven on the Eagles, Hassan Reddick. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's the one who has sort of the game breaking ability here. And if he's able to consistently get pressure on Mahomes throughout the game, uh, I think we could be looking at the rare defensive MVP for this game. Um, He's a fashionable pick. He is a very fashionable pick right now. Obviously, always go to the quarterbacks, but I'm hearing AJ Brown. Yep. I'm hearing, I'm hearing Reddick. Um, if you if you if you're forced to go with a chief MVP, um, if you think the Kansas City has a shot, you, a lot of people are going with Kelsey. Probably Kelsey, right? Um, so we'll see. Maybe Miles Sanders. Do you have on the ground. any? Do you have any? Uh, Interesting prop bets that you that you think I should take a gander at because I'm going to make some bets. Uh, well, apparently later in the day today. Uh, apparently, speaking of insider information, Lane Johnson kind of dropped the news that the uh, the yellow Gatorade has been the Eagles' Gatorade color mm. all year. So mm. a lot of money starting to come in on the yellow Gatorade okay. for the for the Gatorade bath if the Eagles wind up being the winning team. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I haven't put any money down on like uh, the first Rihanna song that's played. Uh, I I couldn't tell you something like that. I don't that. know her catalog. I don't right. know her catalog. I I know the Umbrella song, and I know like the dozens. Sing and dozens a little bit for me. Artists. Give me give me a little bit of it, Andrew. Ella Ella Ella. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's like that? en- Please. That's 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 enough. Okay. But no, I don't know. I if you said if she comes on the radio. I probably would recognize that voice. Very distinct voice. Yes, yeah. but I'm not sure I know her catalog. There was a time in her heyday, circle like 2010 or something like that, when she was doing the hook for like every major song in America. Wow. Okay. Well, anything else? Anything else out there that's amusing, amusing, interesting, intriguing? Huh. Amusing, intriguing, interesting. Um, probably not the guy to ask for that. Um okay. The uh, Sixers got a little win over your Nets last night. A little comeback win. <laughs> My Nets. <laughs> your Nets. So the, I'll, I'll tell keep you referring what, to them I'll as your what, Nets. I thank God for the Nets because I needed a break. Again, <laughs> I, and I, I, I hate to bring her up every week and she's like, it's, you talked about me again? Um, 
my wife is addicted to Channel 6. Mm-hmm. And I, you can, obviously you cannot escape on any of the Philly channels, but six, it was like every news segment uh, during, you know, we, and I have to sit there and watch usually the four to six block of news on six. Every other segment was on an Eagle f- a feature. Um, I forgot what I was going with this now. I totally lost my train of thought. Was it about the Sixers and the Nets? Oh, yes. Yes. So anyway, I also watch these morning. Can I get up and I turn on? The four, the four letter uh, sports network, and it was like refreshing. Only in, I mean, to hear basketball breaking up the Super Bowl conversation. Yeah, and the Nets did it twice this week. With, with uh, first on Monday with Kyrie going, and then what Wednesday or Thursday morning with uh, the other guy, yeah, Durant the, uh, going. The early hours of Thursday, they did exactly what I told them to do. They Look did. at break this thing up and start all over, man. Start all over. You got people who don't want to be there. I don't know what it is over there. I don't know if the, the you know, I mean, the, the, back in the old days, people used to complain about Veterans Stadium. I mean, even the great Mike Schmidt used to talk about the, the bad smell and the cat stink. And this. even Mike Schmidt didn't necessarily like the vet. I don't know what is with the Barkley Center, but nobody wants to be there. Okay. And so if you don't, if you got Kyrie wanting out, get him out. If you want Durant as great as he is wanting out, get him out. And then, of course, James Harden. He wanted out, and now he looks like, you know, and now he's bragging. See, I told you so. I, I told you so. It's a bad environment. I'm, you know, I'm out of there. So, okay. So, the, get people. You're getting well paid. Start the thing. Start the thing all over. Now they got so many things going on. I, I don't even know how the piece is fit for them. Sure. They do not have a star, obviously, because Ben Simmons is not a star. Hey, four points in 16 minutes last night. Beautiful. Um, I don't know Dinwiddie. Uh, you like Mikhail Bridges, right? I do like Mikhail Bridges. I think he's a really solid player. Okay. Uh, he he so, led the team with 23 last so night. So maybe there's the makings of a decent team. It's obvious not the star power team. I mean... Nick Claxton, the center. They're probably... He's going to be good. Yeah, they're probably, you know, if they make the playoffs, I think I think they will make the playoffs. They probably won't. At most, they'll win one series. Um, so... But, you know, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't, you, nobody wanted to stay there. And how much can you deal with one, people wanting out? They want out? Get rid of them. I think they could have got a little bit more, um, perhaps, but uh, especially for Kyrie. But, um, no, as a Nets guy, I'm not a Nets guy. I mean, they're, they're my, if you forced me to pick an NBA team, I'd say, well, I follow the Nets. But uh, they just never should have made the move to Brooklyn. Like, Frankly, but I do want. It I don't want. Look, at, I don't want to hear though from Sixer fans saying, <laughs> "You tried your three superstar thing and it didn't work." You've been trying a process for a decade, and I don't see any parades down Broad Street for the process. That's okay, a, that's a good so impersonation I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Oh, look at those Nets! They don't know what they're doing. Sixers, this wonderful process, zero championships. In fact, I don't think they even made the. I, I, they didn't make the finals with the process yet, did they? That's why you have to continue to trust it. Oh, I mean, trust that's this. The, uh, that's the catchphrase for a reason. Oh, if you lose right. your faith, the process doesn't work. So anyway, yes, yes, the whole thing in, in Brooklyn blew up. They tried it, didn't work because, again, it's the world we live in and people get paid, you know, 50, whatever, $30 million and they don't want to show up. They don't want to get vaccinated, that kind of thing, to play basketball, and it's a mess. And uh, so they're starting from scratch. But it did steal, at least on a couple media outlets, it did steal the thunder this past week. 
So for a little bit, for two days, uh, the Super Bowl chatter. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back. Uh, coming, we're going to have, uh, when do we want to do the trivia? Whenever you do, partner. All right, let's take a, let's take a break, come back. I think we'll just do some, like, a, we'll at least do one player at a week, and then we'll get the Jim Kripka. I promise we're going to get two trivia questions out there later today, and uh, we want to give away some good stuff for, from, from a great place. I, I, go to, I go there a couple times a year, Panera Bread. Back after this. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, "What is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. I know you're so engrossed in the game. See, normally if it was like the Rams and the Bengals, you would know all these subsidiary facts. But because that the Eagles are playing, it's all about the game today for you. I know you that. should not be able to say you should know this to me when you yourself do not know. Well, be, no, because you, I count on you. You're the stat guy. You're like the the inside guy. You, you think those? You think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? They know. They have guys in their ear. Telling them stuff. Okay, I'm counting uh, on you to tell me. Well, sometimes I worry what you're going to tell me. The Star Spangled Banner will be performed. Uh, God bless America sounds right. And boo. There's um, a we we. Uh, what's the uh, the song? I should know this. Um, the uh, we 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 sing. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look do it we up. do like the Canadian anthem? Do we have any no, Canadian-born players no, we, in the game? No, we. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have a couple Canadians in the game. But they don't um, get their anthem? No, not like hockey. Not like hockey. Anyway, I'll look it up. But uh, anyway, so we got a lot of coverage for you coming up today. 2 o'clock preview, 3 o'clock inside. I don't know what the difference is on, on these, on what, what kind of analysis, what kind of chatter you're going to get on the different shows. We'll have the Super Sunday show at 4 and then we'll we'll get into the actual game. They'll go to they go to Arizona. They have uh, you know on site commentary at five, starting at five o'clock. By the way, we would, basketball season beats on here, and we have um, Wednesday night Lehigh Navy, Lehigh American, Memphis, and then uh, Sunday next Sunday we're going to have Memphis and Houston. Did that? Uh, you know this? Uh, the, the Temple was Temple beat Houston once, and Temple. Did they beat them a second time? Or they came close. They're in a, I don't know how Temple and Houston are in the same conference, but... This seems to be the theme of the morning. I do not know. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a pass today because I know you're distracted by what's <laughs> happening at 6.30 tonight. I really am. I, um, I, I truly, I, truly am. I want to give you our Boys and Girls Players of the Week. Uh, this guy, I'll tell you what, if you're going to buy stock in a young man, I would buy stock in Dylan Darvel. From Emmaus High School, he's going to uh, he's going to Yale to play football, uh, but he's just a phenomenal athlete, man. He he and him and um, Jarrell Vigo of Allentown Central Catholic, they can just get up, elevate, and just take over um, a basketball game. And of course, Dylan's a you know the best receiver maybe in Emmaus history. Uh, Dylan had 11 points against Parkland, 12 points against Central Catholic, and he had 10 in a route of Liberty the other night. So Dylan Darvel of Emmaus is our Boys player of the week. He misses one five straight. 
and uh, they're looking good. They will be in the um, EPC semis on Wednesday night. No, I'm sorry, Tuesday night at PPL Center. They will be playing Central Catholic in the second game of a doubleheader uh, that starts with uh, Parkland against Pokemon. By the way, Nick Coble, who was a... See, I try to spread this thing out and get different people represented, but uh, any week, Nick Coble could be my guy. At 43 the other night against uh, Bethlehem Catholic. Phenomenal young man. Uh, but Dylan Darwell, we're going to salute him. He joins a list of boys' honorees that start with the Juju Pagan, a Pocono Mountain West Darius brand of Allen. Rylan Munez of Executive. Nick Coble was our honoree in January, January 8th. Matt Mahalik of Park of Palmerton, Lucas Mushrush of Central Catholic. Last week we had Zach Rogers of Notre Dame and now Dylan Darville of Emmaus. On the girls' side, happy to see this one in person. Don't get to see much girls' action these days but uh, because the beat is the boys' basketball beat. But um, got to see some Central Catholic Nazareth action and uh, just impressed with Maddie Zoke uh, from the Vikettes. Uh, she had 21. She had about 11 rebounds, I think four steals, three assists. Maddie Zoke of Central Catholic is the girls' honoree. As I said, she had 21 in that quarterfinal win over Nazareth earlier. She had 15 and a win over Parkland. She had 10 and a win over Northampton. She's been solid all year for a Vikings team, by the way, that's 20 and 3. Um, I did not realize that uh, until I looked at the record the other night. Man, they're having a phenomenal year uh, in the first year of the post Mike Cop era there. Kathy, I don't know if I can pronounce this one right. Did, Davidich, uh, something like that. Uh, D A V A, and look it up. <laughs> da- da- David Owich, I think, or something like that. And but she's doing a fantastic. Whatever, whatever she pronounce, however she pronounces her name, she's she's a she's doing a really good job. Okay, in in a tough spot replacing Mike Cop. So I want to salute her. Want to salute Maddie Zoke as our girls' player of the week, and she joins a list that has Maddie Siggins of Parkland, Marissa Price of Deeriff. Talia Zorinskis of Parkland, Ava Kapetsky of Liberty, Paige Severin of Northwestern, Ani Staten of Easton, Mallory Elias of Easton, and now Maddie Zoak of Allentown Central Catholic. Uh, mentioned that the uh, the boys we're going to have we're going to have four big nights of basketball this week. Uh, actually, five. Five, I guess you count them all together. Nonstop. If if you're looking to either move on from the, you know, if the Eagles lose and you, you know, you want to get out and you know, kind of put the Eagles' loss behind you, you got plenty of options. And if you want to celebrate, wear wear your Eagles attire to these basketball games this week because we got EPC girl, EPC girls on Monday, EPC boys on Tuesday. We have uh, Colonial League boys on Wednesday. We have a championship doubleheader, boy-girl doubleheader at PPL Center on Thursday, and then the Colonial League championship doubleheader on Friday. So wall-to-wall basketball all week long on the high school scene. Um, and the girls, I got to look up the, the Colonial League matchups here. I believe my, my friend Chris Deutsch, he won yesterday. I think Palmerton and, and uh, Northwestern have advanced in the girls, and I'll look up, I'll look up those matchups in a second. But in EPC girls, we're going to have Emmaus and Central Catholic and Becca against undefeated East, and that's the Monday night semifinal doubleheader at PPL Center. So, Andrew? Keith. Good stuff happening, man. We're, we are, I, I, the older I get, the quicker time goes. And I can't believe mm-hmm. we are now really at mid, mid-February. 
And uh, it's a good thing because I like to see the winter go by quicker quicker than the, the spring and the summer. But we're just just moving right along here very, very well, quickly. It doesn't uh, hurt that, you know, we're having this unseasonably warm kind of winter right now. Um, I want to go back to how, how impressive is 43 points for Nick Koval the other night. Uh, like that seems difficult to do to me for, for a high school game. It feels like there shouldn't be enough time. Speaking of time passing quickly, it seems like there there's not enough time in a high school game to, to put up that many shots to uh, to drop 43. So that right there is the stuff of legends. And speaking of legends, here's the shout out to our man, the Weave. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, Weave. Thanks for listening. Shout out. You took care of him early today. I like to make him wait and make him sweat a little bit. I know you do, but you know what? we got to mix it up every once in but, a while. But nobody said I'm a nice guy. You know what I mean? No one said that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got the shout-out in. We got the players of the weekend. Next up, the one and only, Jim Kripka. We'll get his, he's a Patriots fan. He's probably wondering you know, if, if his team's ever going to get back to the, to the big game again. We'll talk to Jim about that and much more. Stay tuned. Calling All Sports continues after this break. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. They just don't want to do that. They want to go, I you know, last year was all like rappers in L.A., right? It was like. That was uh, great. Right? The uh, Eminem and uh, 50 Cent. Mary J. The, Mary, the, J. Mary, Blige, Mary J. Blige. Dr. Dre was there, I think. Always, yeah, that was he, cool. He just makes me laugh. I don't know what it is. I'm not maybe a big musical guy with him, but Snoop Dogg, he makes me, he makes me laugh. He's great. Yeah. He's just one of those guys Easy. who, like, how, how can you hate Snoop Dogg? No, I agree. All right, let's get a guy that you, you can't hate either is this, this guy. you got to love this guy, the one and only Jim Kripka. My man, my friend for a long period of time, he does it all. He does the bowling. He does the golf. He does commentary on service. He's the principal at St. Anne's. What else do you do, Jim? Uh, I, I'm sorry for like stumping you. Guys, you. I'm sorry uh, for stumping a, you. A dad... Yep, a a you dad, go. you know, husband, all that deal that comes with it, all good stuff. I'm going to use a phrase that I don't use very often. You are a pillar of the community, my friend, a pillar. <laughs> well, good. You're on the other side. You're the other pillar for me, Kate, <laughs> on that other side. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I don't my, know what we're holding up. Yeah, I well, don't know what we're holding up, but it's working. My foundation has a few cracks. I want to tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> but my man... Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for once again. Uh, we're gonna give some trivia today. We're gonna do some trivia. We're gonna we're gonna do awesome. two two of those gift cards that you kindly donated from your fine school uh, Panera Bread gift cards. So we're looking forward to some trivia later on. But what's your take? I, I I imagine you you I bet you you're rooting for the Eagles today. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm kind of an AFC guy at heart, Keith. But you know, how can you not like Pennsylvania with the Eagles? And I mean, the kids at school—they're excited. They're all, they're all excited yep. this week. You got Eagle jerseys on the community. You know, so you can't turn your back on that. Certainly, Pennsylvania counts. And I'm not a I'm not a huge 
huge Chiefs guy, but, you know, I, I kind of le- always lean to the AFC. It'll be nice to really, I don't know how you feel, it'll be nice to kind of sit back and hopefully just watch a good game, you know, that doesn't come down to the two punters or comes down to Butker and Elliott, you know, making a field goal or something. I would just like to see a, a good game and, of course, nobody get injured. That would be, you know, the best thing going through the whole game. Well, I hear you. I hear you. And it says it's got to be strange for you now. It's been a few years. You're a big Patriots guy, and you you were living yep. the good life for so long, my friend. But uh, are the Patriots going to get back? Before, you know, are they going to get back uh, sometime soon? Next, next year, you got you got Bill O'Brien. You know, now the, they're they're working it all out. I think Matt Patricia that was a failed experiment putting him in. I think I think he was in over his head. You you follow that sport. You know, you've been down there covering those guys. I don't think you can take somebody a fish out of water, so to speak, and, and put a D coordinator in as an O coordinator. I don't think it works. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, are they going to go with, with Jones? I mean, are they going to make a move at quarterback or what's going yeah, I on? Think, nah, I think you got to give, you got to stick with Jones. I mean, I, I, you don't know where it's going. I mean, at, at some point here, um, like now they're all talking about, well, you get these quarterbacks under the rookie deal and you say, well, then don't, don't invest 50 million. You know what I mean? It's all about money today a little bit. You know, they give these quarterbacks two, three years and then they're out. I mean, Steve Young, how long did he sit? He sat for a while. Favre sat for a while. They just, I think they have too high expectations on occasion for some of these guys coming out of college, but they are playing at a high level their whole life, pretty much high school, college. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's not like they're thrust into these new spots. They're in championship games, from the time they're 10 years old, these quarterbacks, till they get into the NFL. But I think it's it's tougher in the NFL because you're playing against veteran players. You know they they know what's going on. They've seen a lot more than you know the high school guys have seen. Some are only in college two, three years, etc. So it's going to be interesting. I think Mahomes and Hurts certainly two quality quarterbacks today. Very good. How are things at St. Anne's? Hey, we're doing good, Keith. Uh, enrollments at 299. I want to thank some some folks. We're, we're having a tricky tray. That sounds like a Keith Groller thing. We're having a tricky tray March 17th, 18th, and 19th in the community center, 375 Hickory. And Houston, Connie, Miller, Lisa Denisi, they're putting that together. I want to thank Father Mangello, Father Tauber, our PSA. Uh, the teachers, of course, and, and the students. We just had a really fun Catholic Schools Week. Um, so a lot going on, but now we got to kind of settle in, and we have a couple couple months here where you can get a lot of the, a lot of teaching done with no interruptions, you know, till you get to Easter. And then, you know, as you know, school, you ran your guys through school. You know, you get into that May, month of May, everybody's already looking at the summer and next September already. Indeed. It goes quickly. Um, I wanted to, how is, how, I have a daughter and I hate to bring up family stuff here on the air, but I will, I, I talk about my wife all the time. So I might as well get the daughter in here briefly. Sure. She's, uh, <laughs> about a year and a half, May 18th, 2024. She graduates from Wilkes and uh, she's an education major, wow. education and elementary education. Yep. And right in fact, matter of fact, right yep. now she's spending like one day a week over at a uh, elementary school in the in Wilkesbury, and uh, yeah, it's part of her student teaching. But how's the job market for teaching right now? Oh, we need teachers, Keith. Mm-hmm. Tell tell, uh, tell your daughter to call me. If, mm-hmm. It's yeah. You know, there's a little bit of a shortage. It's getting it's getting to be 
a little bit rough. So, you know, there's, there's definitely room in the market for teachers. I, I don't know if they've done this. I think they kind of limited for a while the number of students they were putting in the field. You like how to apply. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, you went to college, you just kind of did your major, and they let the chips fall where they may. Actually, our area has been fantastic with Kutztown, Cedar Crest, uh, the sales up. You know, I would probably miss somebody, Lehigh Valley, and a Penn State Lehigh Valley, and of course you, you have Lehigh Great Ed Program Lafayette. You know, we produce Pennsylvania used to be the country uses. You know, and that might be exaggerating a little bit the country, but we used to produce a ton of teachers uh, that went all over. So there are definitely definitely room for yeah. people in the field. I, she shouldn't have much problem. You may not be able to pick your spot because of course, of course, people get experience in a district and and then they move on to you know, other districts that may be able to offer a little bit well, more. We definitely good. need teachers. We need good people. Yeah. Well, she'll be out. She'll be out uh, in about, uh, you know, 15, 16 months. She'll be ready. So um, done very well up there. Uh, Dean's List student or throughout her college career. And uh, I was up there for a Wilkes. Now, this, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I needed a break from basketball. So I was up. I watched Wilkes ice hockey. Last night, I was up there to have a nice arena. Oh, nice! And I actually, it's like the training yeah. facility for the Scranton Wilkesbury Penguins. And I, so I saw a little yep. bit of a, I saw a doubleheader, women's, men's ice hockey doubleheader. But anyway, uh, one of her teachers came over and said, "Hey, you know, nice you met met the family." And and boy, she said, "You're going to be, a, you have a daughter here. It's going to be a really good teacher one day." So I'm really proud of her. I'm proud of her. But we're all proud you of should, our kids. You should be in, in yeah. Yeah, mine too. They're all successful. R four, Diana, and R four are out yeah. working. So that's. But yeah, I definitely could use her. All right. If well, she needs any, if she's home and needs any observation hours or something, well, keep, you I, know, you know, okay. you can always give me a call. I will do that. Uh, and by the way, while we were driving up to uh, Wilkes Barre yesterday for some ice hockey to visit Amy, uh, I was thinking, man, this is a great day to get out and get those golf clubs out. It was a beautiful day yesterday. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I'm sure the golf course on Monday is supposed to be again like 55 and and zero going, and uh, you definitely want to if you can get out early. It's time to get out early. My son Nicky already has 18 holes under his belt. He mm-hmm. he went out Friday down near Philly. Works in uh, Philly at Lockheed Martin, so he works the four day week, and he got out and got in his first 18 already. Yeah, it's going to be nice. But uh, while you can golf, there's still some bowling going on. Yep. We got, Give me uh, that stuff. Give me that. Barry Butts Memorial. Barry Butts Memorial Tournament is over at Jordan Lane on 26th this month, February 26th. There's two qualifying squads that you can get in on. George Morgan's running it. And uh, two squads, I think one's at 8.30 and I think the other one's at noon. And then there'll be a semifinal and a finals. And that uh, could be, should be on surf electric network also the centers key today if you if you don't have any plans you're looking for something to do a lot of the bowling centers are doing some parties and some super bowl stuff that you can go in bowl eat watch tv they got of course screens all over the bowling centers today hampton lanes just opened up I'm yeah sure if you give them a call yeah you might be able to sneak in somewhere grab a couple of lanes watch some football and maybe watch the first half at a bowling center and Watch the second half at home, but you know they're they are offering all kinds of specials. That's great, get, uh, bowlers. I'm happy. Bowlers in. Yeah, I'm it, happy. It is good, nice venue. I'm happy that Hampton is back. Um, uh, my my you and me both. 
One of my other good buddies, Chuck France, president of the Yankee Fan Club. Oh, yeah. They're going to return their meetings to Hampton starting in March. So I'm glad that, you right. know, I, I hate to see these places, you know, have damage and you wonder in this economy and, and so forth if anything, once it, once it has a problem, if it's ever coming back. So I'm glad to see Hampton's coming back. Or is back already, I believe. Yeah, I, we, yes, it is. And we, you know, we've lost too many bowling centers in the area. That's the, you know, that's the problem. You don't have Parkway anymore. You don't have Mountainville anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, over my career at the call, and uh, I've seen a couple of the big ones close, and some of the clubs, you know, haven't survived either. Like you said, change in the economy. Some of it's just change. But obviously, the fewer lane beds you have, you know, the fewer bowlers you can cultivate. And, you know, now there are so many other recreational choices, too. And, and bowling is adapting and changing. Uh, it used to be 36 weeks. I mean, you had to bowl 36 weeks back in the day. You know, they're modifying schedules. They're doing shorter leagues. They're doing starter leagues. The bowling centers are, are kind of really responding well. So I think it's on a little bit of an uptick. Um, with rec bowling is probably on, on a big uptick. Leagues might be just holding their own in the area. Mm-hmm. Terrific. All right, well, do you have a prediction? we got to go here, but yeah, real quick prediction on the game. Yep. We're not doing a prediction contest this year, but as I've done in the past. But yep. give me, a, give me a, a score and an MVP. I'll I'll go Chiefs twenty three twenty, and how about this? I'm going to pull um, Pacheco. Oh, he's as a, MVP. He's a local. He's a Pennsylvania. How's that? Guy, isn't he? Yeah, isn't he local? Yeah, he's a right. I think he went to Rutgers, but uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go rogue a little bit instead of the uh, usual. All right, you know the easy pick, okay. you know Mahomes or Hurts. I'm gonna go Pacheco and Kansas City by three. All right, you're not gonna be a very popular man with that pick at, at most venues today, but um, anyway. Yeah, I'm not gonna be a popular guy at school Monday with that pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be interesting. By the way, there's no delay. There's no delay for your kids, right? Tomorrow? Nope, we're okay. in a regular. We're in a regular school okay. day. Yeah. Jim, Jim, we got to run. Thank you so much for all you do, and we'll talk again very, very soon. Uh, thanks, Keith. Thanks, Andrew. You guys have a good day. Enjoy the game. We will. We you will. Too, Jim. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Jim. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.